All right. What's up, Shelfies? It's um, Top Shelf Fantasy, topshelffantasy.com, Top Shelf FNTSY on Twitter and Instagram. This is um, docket number 175. It's November 15th, 2021. We got Corey Dowes here. Stop, stop. We got Craig here. Tom is, um, Tom is out for the night. So um, we're doing this via remote again. We got Unlimited. Oh um, yeah, making big money moves time. today. Yeah, we've officially moved into the Zoom world. <laughs> it, it made a lot more sense than <laughs> us creating a like a fake email fake every accounts. single week. <laughs> Shout out Zoom for your horrible security. Um, yep. well, you know, you finally got our, <laughs> you finally got our monthly payment. Yeah. It's like, oh, we got them, baby. <laughs> and Matthew Stafford is through second pick. Oh, he did. Um, not his fault. It was actually tipped was that? from oh, was the second. It was, it was a pick six. It was tipped off of um Teller. Higby's hands perfectly right into his hands. Let it be known. Like, there you go. I said to start Matt Stafford prior to the Robert Woods news. Let it be known. <laughs> Let it be. I still think it was good. Good start. We'll, but, uh, we'll see what I happens. Mean, a lot of football left. Too. It's four, 14 0. He's going he's gonna to have to pass the ball a lot. But um, all right, I guess we can get into it. We can start with um, our weekly thing of injuries. Every week it's, it's always something. So start with Cordero Patterson ankle Brutal. likely up yeah he's likely out for thursday could be in multiple weeks um i don't i didn't hear anything back after i put this in i, I just heard a one hurt. or two week thing did he go out yeah. in the middle of the game is that why he scored so low yes um i, don't know I was exactly gonna say because like for the I first just... time ever i gave up on saying the sit cordell patterson and, and he's he's put up a dud. yeah it was like his first week like below 10 points since like week one and I'm like, wow, this guy sucks. And think about it. It's like, oh, he's hurt out for the game. Like, that makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, he ended with a 28% snap share. So, I mean, he, he oh, was so far was below his, his typical workload, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's an interesting little bump to the uh, to the but, other offense, but it's questionable at best with what they're going to be able to provide. Well, you would have thought that at, after the injury, if it was early, then Gage or Zacchaeus or – sharp or you know i mean it looks like gallman got a little bit of work but yeah, outside gallman, of that like, just gallman out touched mike davis 15 to 4 so mike davis is we'll talk about him later yeah, they do not like him no yeah that's that that's concerning when i was like all right you know Harrison's finally out now davis will get something no let's give it to a guy we haven't used all year let's give it to wayne gallman and like you said the past catches there didn't do anything either Matt Ryan looked bad too. I mean, that game was just they were down early. Did you yeah. see the twenty-eight to three jokes <laughs> at the beginning of the game? Oh no, no. It was it was second quarter, it was twenty-eight to three, and then Twitter went off. Oh, of course. And then uh oh, I can't remember it was some some name check. It was one of the Schefter's rap reports are like uh the Falcons don't want a scoreboard check right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Falcons. Um, and other bad news, Aaron Jones, MCL sprain. Um, then probably the best case scenario out one to two weeks. Yeah, First, I mean, they called it was be a season ender, but they called it right away. It was the cl- it was like oh, the quickest, like I've this never is seen what the something... injury is this like right away. Yeah, they said it's a sprain MCL. This is like while he was getting carried off the field. It's sprain MCL likely out one to two weeks, like that second, like. Right, very good. But he he's had this, I think twice in the past. In 2017, he did 
have this. I expected out two weeks. Um, they have a buy in week 13. So okay. there's no point at, you know, 11, claim 12, by week 13. So it's likely two weeks. Seeing how good A.J. Dillon has been and what he did last week, I don't see him rushing back. But um, as a Jones owner in a few leagues, that hurts. It's really just A.J. Dillon there. There's no other running back to speak of. I mean, I would have said Kylan Hill, but he's out he's for the hurt. season with an ACL injury as well. So, I mean. Patrick Taylor, baby. Yeah, it, realistically, it's the two of them, and that's that's it going forward. I mean, they'll probably sign somebody, bring somebody up, whatever. But yeah. you're going to see a very strong snap percentage out of uh, AJ yeah. for the next two weeks. Yep. And um, our weekly CMC update. <laughs> CMC. So he didn't come back in the game as a hamstring injury. Is it? I think it's because they were up by so much. Yeah, the game was out of hand, so I don't think they rushed him back. He still, I mean, he had a perfectly fine stat line. If you played him, you're happy with what he gave you. But mm-hmm. I don't I don't think the injury was so severe that he couldn't have come back. It just seems like it was precautionary and why why rush him back when he's already dealt with so much. But it's definitely something to keep an eye on in practice all week. If he starts logging limited sessions, yeah. I mean you guys this is why you should have kept this. Chuba Hubbard on your on your on your bench. Yep. You guys are taking this very uh, nonchalantly. If CMC hurt his hamstring again, that's that's a big concern for me. And I yeah. don't really want to have to deal with that. I would say, I don't know, sell him on his name. Yeah, and if you took my advice last week, you should have sold him. You should have sold you him high. Sell, right? And yeah. you should have bought Shuba yeah. Hubbard, and you'd be sitting pretty. Yep. Yeah, right. I mean, it's funny because in a few weeks I've seen um, Chuba drop. Like, all right, CMC's back was done like we've seen in the last two years he comes back one week kills it and then gets hurt and he's out for three plus weeks so um yeah. unfortunately yeah. this is like exactly what happened to david johnson he had that one year that it was close to the 2000 all-purpose yards or the thousand thousand cmc got the thousand thousand and then the two years after has not produced because he's gotten hurt and again, though, it's it's a product of his usage. He played almost every offensive snap in the first half. It's like, at what point do you, as your, your offensive coach, say, the guy can't handle this? Like, whatever it is, whether it's an effort thing where he's just trying too hard, or whatever excuse you want to give him, if he can't stay healthy when you're playing him that much, you need to play him less. You need to manage his snaps. I mean, Chuba Hubbard, even with McCaffrey going out early in the second half, had 21% of the offensive snaps. That means he was not on the field for the first half. That's just stupid. Yeah. I mean, you get, yeah. I mean, I think after this is kind of going to be like, all right, we drafted this guy for insurance. He's looked good since he's been out. So why not do like a 70, 30, 65, 35 kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. And when you're up by 20 plus points, just sit. Freaking McCaffrey. Yep. Um, Baker Mayfield just got brutally destroyed by the Patriots. Yeah, tough um, game. So his injuries include um, his soul and his knee. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, got, well, he's, he's still got the shoulder. He's, he's got everything. Shoulder, ankle, knee, hip, arm. So I thought it was a shoulder because he got tackled and looked like it landed on his shoulder. I thought it was his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> square in the square in the <laughs> stomach. Yeah, I mean, do you think he sits next week? Nope. I think he, 
Doubt it. <laughs> do, do they just not care? Because like I think I've heard stuff where like, oh, they're they're looking to even like try something new next year, move on from him. Are they just gonna just put pu- put it out there and just say, all right, get killed. We don't care. <laughs> they play the thing is they played Detroit next week, and there's no reason that Case Keenum can't beat Detroit with the current team they have, especially with Chubb, uh possibly Kareem Hunt coming back. But like you would think that, but they just got shellacked. Shellacked. Absolutely. And then I mean even Detroit on the on that same note just tied Pittsburgh. So they're not they're not terrible either. But no. all that being said, Baker's got to sit at least a week. Get healthy for Baltimore. Then you've got your bye week. That's when you get healthy. They also they go Baltimore bye week Baltimore, which is the weirdest scheduling I've ever seen in the history of the NFL. Baltimore but, bye week Baltimore. Uh, this is the first time they said that a team plays someone back to back. Yeah. Even though there's the bye week in, in between. Yeah, just very strange. But um, yeah, they should sit him. He's hurt. He was standing on the sideline. So if it is really a knee injury, he's probably not too worse for wear, but let him get fully healthy and actually. Uh, you know, play some effective football at some point because what he's doing out there right now is whether it's labored by injury or not, he's not an effective quarterback in the NFL at this current Oh, it's a time. abysmal. I mean, and, and they don't have the running game. They still don't have Chubb. They don't have, don't have Hunt. I mean, Johnson looked fine in replacement, but still, you, yeah. you they need Chubb and Hunt back so bad. Um, Odell with a catch. Oh, nice, nice little comeback route. That's the um, second catch of the day. Nice, 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 nice. I'll take it. Um, so anyway, uh, moving on to the next one, I think it was was CD Lamb arm contusion. That's a that's an interesting one. Yeah, I think that's uh, doctor speak for a bruise. I, he's fine. I, that <laughs> sounds like a bruise to me. Yeah, yeah. So, he did, he did not come back, but you probably get a dead arm. Were, they're up yeah. huge. Yeah, Cowboys are rolling. So at that point, it's like there's no point. He already had and he two was touchdowns, he was killing it. Yep. Every single update I got was Dak to Dak big play. Yeah, Dak touched out a CD. I'm like, yeah. I'm like where's Amari Cooper? <laughs> but um, yep, I think he's fine. Don't worry about it too much. Robert Woods. Speaking of Odell Beckham, much less uh, fine. This news came out, of course, after our start sit Phantom, podcast last Phantom week. Phantom ACL. Yeah. What they found out Friday, or was it kind of like it so, happened in practice Thursday? This then... is the funniest story on this. Is so it was Friday, but he had practiced, got hurt, went over to the bench, got back in, continued to finish practice, and then later on they were like, "Can we check out your knee?" And they're like, "Yeah, you have a torn ACL." <laughs> uh, tough son of a bitch, but that sucks. And then so the yeah, Rams he didn't even hop on the phone and called Odell and said, "Hey, you got to come to town." Well, according to reports, uh, Jalen Ramsey was FaceTiming Odell and Odell was like, I don't know how well I'd be received in the wide receiver room. You guys already have a ton of them. And so I guess Jalen Ramsey walked next door to Cooper Cup and Robert Woods before Woods got his ACL news and said, come on over. We'd, we'd love to have you. And that's what made him sign. Nice. That's insane. I mean, thank God they got him because yeah. if they didn't get him, they'd be out Woods and then. Just Van Jefferson, but yeah, I mean Woods is now. We talked about it before the podcast. Woods is now on watch for next year. Like you got to start thinking about where he's going to go in drafts if he's not going to play the first couple weeks of the season. But that's you know that's for the future. That's for long term planning. If you you have him in dynasty, twenty nine, twenty nine. He's twenty nine years old. I don't know what his contract is, but I'm pretty sure it's. I know the four year. It's four years. So he's he's locked up through twenty twenty five or twenty six. Was it a new contract though? Yeah, so signed like four for sixty. Ago. I think. Let me check. It was last. I looked it up before. 
last summer was Woods and Cup both got the extensions. That's why I was surprised they could afford OBJ. Yeah, four years, sixty-five million free agent in twenty twenty-six. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So interesting little wrinkle there too. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's going to be if signed and they're looking to yeah they're looking to make it a long-term thing with odell but that's a that's a lot of money oh especially getting von Miller. yeah a lot well, of a lot of people draft people so yeah they have no draft pick so they're not they're not allocating any money there yeah yeah and they waste a rookie reserve is like 40 to do out well another one um julio yeah julio is a problem for everybody if you have them you held them sorry if you traded for him sorry scott it's, it's the hamstring no, well, man. i traded for him then i traded him for george kittle oh yeah perfect. Score a touchdown. <laughs> that'll work so thank god um I, I think julio has maybe one year left after seeing this year come out yeah, yeah. but what kind of year do you think it is do you think it's a another one of these relevant years? year he won't like, he won't be on my team i'll tell, I'll tell yeah, you that. it's that another one of, of these years yeah so he won't pull the the whole AJ Green for you again, Doug Baldwin. <laughs> Maybe no. Maybe gonna <laughs> be something like that. That sucks. Um, it's yeah, it's so to see the end of the, like, the Julio Jones era come with a, such a whimper in, in this season. Like you would have yeah. really wished for a, a big, you know, fiery explosion on the end. But maybe mm-hmm. maybe he'll do well, something in the playoffs. Know. He could be back. Yeah, I mean, it, it maybe maybe this is what he needs to get right. Because he has always just had that hamstring going into the year. I mean, through the offseason, he was you know, obviously healthy, but once the preseason started, he hit hurt that hamstring again. Well, we'll see, but maybe three weeks is what he needs to get fully healthy. Yeah, that'd be nice. So, and uh, someone that's healthy and is back is Cam Newton. Yeah, I wouldn't know he's back. Yeah, he I wouldn't announce it to the world. <laughs> You got a fine for that, right? You got fine. Uh, not no, fine. He, well, he, he might. He probably fine. will be, but yeah. I uh, mean, it's good to see him back touchdowns. and contributing. Two touchdowns. I mean, just immediately an impact. Yeah. I'm again. I'm, oh. I'm. I'm. I'm not sold on him being like a great quarterback. He didn't throw the ball all too much or all too effectively, but he's better no, than DJ Walker. Yeah. yeah, they put him at goal right. line. I mean, it, yeah. that if if Cam Newton's ever going to score, it's it's or or put up fantasy points. He's yeah. going to put 20 yards down the field passing, maybe 20 yards rushing, and then he's going to get his six points through the through the goal line stuff. So that's mm-hmm. that's where his fantasy value is, and that's what they use him in packages, and even on third and twos, they had him in there. Um, it sounds as though that he is going to be the starting quarterback next week. So Yeah, rules say he's taking snaps with the first team this week. So yeah, theoretically, he's in there. Expanded he's role. playing the uh, football team with no Chase Young anymore. So, no Chase Young, but they just walloped uh, Tom Brady. So, maybe they're yeah, but Chase, to put Chase it together, but... done for the year. Yeah, yeah he's That's bad. Good put. Yeah, we'll see. Um, in better news, Saquon and CH um, trending to week 11 return. I'll believe it when I see it. See, yeah. I don't believe CH. They have a week 12. <laughs> they have a week 12 bye. Yeah, why rush him back? Especially that's, when uh that's the when Daryl just friggin' tore it up. Yep. Um Saquon have been hearing trending for the last four, four or five weeks, yeah. weeks, and I am so sick of it. 
Yeah, this just is, the, just is also IR, based on the uh, – it's based on those Monday, like, projected practices too. Like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, if we practiced, they would have been on the field. Like, Yeah, so I swear really, to God. Yeah, you and know. then Tuesday comes and they're never on the field. And you're like, oh, that's weird. The yeah, other thing me, that yeah. <laughs> is a wrinkle to the whole Saquon stuff is that Devontae Booker uh, is still dealing with an injury because he had he had something uh, – his hip. Oh, I forgot he got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. So we don't know – um what really is going to happen and who actually has the ball yeah and that um and it's always tricky when it's it's injury right before a bye week because it gets brushed away until they come back and it's like crap i forgot he got banged up he <laughs> might not play it's the same thing with um deck prescott too he you know he got hurt by week so everyone's like, oh he's fine didn't play so right. um that's the biggest news there. We'll get to the um, hold and fold them. You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Right now. Marvin mm-hmm. Jones. <laughs> um, it's your boy, Scott. Them. Yeah, you, you got to do it. Yeah. And the thing is, it's 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 Jones. It's Chanel. It's anyone on the team that's a receiver. It, and it's not even their fault. It's, it's Trevor Lawrence going two for 10 for 12 yards in a first half plus yeah and it's not and then it's the coach it's it's i don't know it's just jones will will still have those big games but it's not gonna be in your starting lineup so yeah, like we I'm had fine. our I'm fine we had our jaguars game. wide receiver bet and it's really just like and uh, things a I still more have, of attrition you're gonna win probably you're gonna win it but it's not gonna mean anything like, you, you'll win be wide with, receiver yeah wide receiver 55 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it's like oh wicked fun bet but yeah trevor lawrence has brought down all those pass catchers uh you hope that it's just rookie growing pains, but he looks bad. So I'm cutting Marvin Jones. I'm no longer holding him for any team, mm-hmm. any format. Yeah. He looked good at the beginning of the year. That's that's what took so long for people to want to fold him because yep. even after the two three point weeks, <laughs> four or five week six, he went out and put up twenty again. But mm-hmm. since then, it's just been a crapshoot. Four weeks in a row, he hasn't put a cumulative of like thirteen fantasy points. Yeah, and. and- Last week against Tredavis White, I gave him the whole, all right, he's up against him. I knew he was going to have a bad game. This week against the Colts, that's the week he should have had that big Jones game, and it wasn't even close. So Yeah, I mean, Indy's I'm defense done. is letting up a lot of pass yards. They yeah, just, so it's a fold well, from us. And they get to play San Francisco next week too, so. Yeah, unanimous fold. Not, not doing it. All right, um, Adrian Peterson. Fold. What the hell happened here? What happened is Deontay Foreman. Deontay I know. Foreman. Why does he nowhere. have to exist? Right? Like we all talked. Jeremy McNichols, Adrian Peterson. These are I the mean, guys you pick up. It's the Deontay same Foreman. Thing with it's yeah. the same thing with the Eagles. It's like yep, Jordan freaking Jordan, Howard. Jordan Howard. When it's like, oh, it's gonna be Boston Scott and Gainwell. This is gonna be all right. Who is it gonna be? A Pierre McNichols. And I have a bet with Dickie too. A Pierre McNichols. <laughs> <laughs> no one is completely yeah. wrong. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm cutting uh, or folding AP and Jeremy McNichols for that matter. It's the volume's not there. The offense isn't centered around the run as much as we had hoped. Even if you take all three of these guys and combine them, it's not what Derrick Henry used to do. So, yeah, it's, no, no sense in buying into this backfield for, for mm-hmm. backups. It's hard to pick one at right. this point. Like, yep. and, oh, yeah. And you have to flip a coin because, and it's it's a three sided coin. Because yeah. all of them have about the same amount of attempts. Foreman oh, at yeah. 11, Peters yeah. at 8. I don't know what McDiggles had at the moment, but Four. none of them had over 30 yards. Yeah. Well, not a, not well, a good week. The, 
thing with McNichols is like, like oh, Derrick Henry's out now, so they're going to be down a lot. They're going to pass, but that's you guessing that's going to happen. Like, right. that's you hoping they're down by 18 points plus, so they had to do it, but it's just too hard to bank on. So I'm going to fold them both. Yep. Julio Jones. This is an easy one. I'm folding them unless you have an IR slot to stash them. Folding them either way. Yeah. Same. IR stash, sure, but I actually folded him last week in the league. Um, yeah. I was just like, dude, I, I can't bench him because that league I have him, Kenny Gall. It was just a horrible draft. Yeah. He's um, sitting on free so, agency in one of my leagues, and I'm just like, mm, no thanks. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like the same thing with Alan Robinson. It's like, oh, cool. It's like, who do I drop, though? Right, like it's it, it's so hard. So, I'm, well, I'm, right now I'm holding Will Fuller in my IR slot in that league, and I was like, Meh, maybe switch him out. It's, <laughs> I don't have to yeah, drop a guy so then I can move option. one onto my regular roster just to drop mm-hmm. him, and then so I'm like, ah, it's this whole finagle thing. Yeah. Um, Cortland Sutton, we had this one last week. I wasn't here last week, but I think you guys were all a strong hold. Yeah, this is yep. three. This is four. I think four weeks in a row where yep. he's. Bad done well, and then with Judy back, Judy's out targeting. I think twenty-one to six in the last three games, if I'm correct. Yeah, yeah, he's getting um, shut down. And even last week, it was it was Tim Patrick didn't do anything either. So it's if you think Tim Tim Patrick's going to do nothing, you're hoping that Sutton's going to do something. Yeah, I think last week I said if he had another bad week, I would fold him. I think I'm going to (laughs) go go back on that though. It's just so hard for. I, I'm a sudden truther. I think Craig, you're probably close to the same camp with me on oh, that. Oh, it's one. not even close. I'm, I have, I have a jersey on the way. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> oh, four, from, four weeks under ten points, three, yeah. three, three straight weeks under five. That's, I mean, and his targets are just two, three, four. Like his catches are two, one, two. That's you can't have that. Like it, that's nope. garbage. That's that's like that's worse than like Nelson Aguilar production. Who's not on any roster. The, the anyway. shitty thing is too, is since having him on a lot of teams, I get the update. Oh, Sutton has a 26 yard catch or a uh, Sutton has third. This is the game. And then nothing. And the he doesn't the do anything. Yep. Because the teams are just like, we're going to stop him and you can try and beat us the other way. And Denver's not good enough to do that. Teddy Bridgewater is not good enough to, or, or, or the, Denver offense is not good enough to do that. So, you know what I did say about him last week? I said he was going to have a bad week this week. He's got his bye next week. Let him get it. Let him get that get right bye week. Let him see what happens against the Chargers in week uh, in week 12. And I'm starting up against the Chargers. So that, I'm going to say I'm going to stay true to that. That entire plan. We're going to roll with it. Yeah, he he sucks in week 12. He's done or week. I uh, see. Yeah, week 12. But I see something on the waiver wire. I'm picking him up right away. He's not an L. Oh, I think I think he's right. Going for a lot of money. Um, yeah, he's a stronghold. I mean, the biggest thing we've been we were doing the waiver article today, and it's it's, it's a pretty shallow week. So if, if there's a week to pick, all right, I'm done with Sutton. It's not this week. Like, not, we yeah, can pick up. No. Like, there's not m- m- much out there, and then you're dropping guys like Julio far before you're dropping guys like Corbin Sutton. So, I you know it's funny. Old. I'm just looking at this. Of the 10 games, he still has 617 receiving yards on the season. He's still on pace for like 1,200 receiving yards. Is he really? Wow. I, yeah. I thought that would be way he had down two, by now. He had two games where – actually, there's three. So, he had 159 in one game, 120, and then another. Was that like week, 
week one or two, he had his week, big, big week game, two. Right? Week yeah. two, yeah. I remember he's back, baby. I thought so too. I was oh. getting so amped, but it's hard to do it when the offense kind of sucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So still, still hold him. Uh, Jarvis Landry. He's a fold for me. Um, you'd think that he'd be a hold for a lot of reasons. Specifically, he's the one wide receiver on the team. I don't really care. Um, he's got Detroit. We talked about this. He's got Detroit, Baltimore, bye week, Baltimore, Vegas, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, Cincy. None of those are really favorable matchups that I want to start a wide receiver in. Now we're talking about Baker Mayfield might not be playing for at least one, maybe more weeks, depending on what the, the Browns want to do with them. The, the strength of this team is the, the running game. I don't want the wide receivers or the pass catchers in this offense anymore. I'm sick of Jarvis Landry with his sub five point games. I'm out. Mm-hmm. Landry has also been kind of dealing with a knee injury the last couple of weeks too, where he's not fully there and healthy. So it's just, it's just tough all around. Um, and next week with Detroit, it's, I mean, talking about running the ball almost the entire game. That's what they want to do as a game script anyway. Yeah. Like Chubb should have 30 carries next week. Right. Yeah. He, he's a fold. And I thought I was actually making like a buy low because he was the one there now. And I'm like, I just saw the last two weeks. I'm like, I just can't trust any guy in the Browns besides the running backs. Um, all right, Emmanuel Sanders. He's a strong hold for me. Um, he, I know he didn't have a great week against the Jets, but 6.1 on just two catches, uh, and then a, a big long run or a couple long runs. Um, not just one run for 24 yards, but it's against the Jets. I mean, they smoked him, it wasn't even close. It was a 20 point game at half, maybe more. So, not really going to use that as a knock on him. You just look for him to get back in more competitive games, and I think you'll have one against Indy next week. So he'll he'll probably be more involved in the passing attack. I'm holding Sanders. Absolutely agree with everything you said about the Jets. It's a lot of the times people are playing down and not passing that much against the Jets. I've seen it all year long. So this is just one of those things. And it was 8.5 points the week before on the back of the zero in Miami. Those two games where it was Miami and Jacksonville were very bizarre. I think we start to see a competitive Buffalo team again soon with, you know, Indy's a competitive team. New Orleans is a competitive team. New England has proven to be a competitive team. So all those games, Buffalo is going to start to have to get their heads out of their asses. And this is Sanders is one of the biggest parts of their, their offense right now. Yeah. He's, he's a stronghold. Um, next week, Indy, I know the, Jags didn't do anything against him last week with it. That's the Jags. This is the Bills. Um, he should have a big bounce back the week next week. Um, his teammate, Cole Beasley. Hopefully. A lot of the, a lot of the same points. Same um, points. With a little bit yeah. more concern. But <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, everything else holds true. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're in PPR, he's it's, it's, it's a huge swing, I think, Beasley's way. But both, yes. I think, are definitely holes. Yeah, I'm looking at the scores of some of these games and when it's close, like 31, 34, you had 18 points or, you know, 16 to 23 is 10 points, 26 to 11, 16 points. It, the closer games, the competitive games, they use Cole Beasley because they have to. Mm. He's, a, he's a guy that defenses try not to go after. So, again, coming up with the competitive games. Yep. Yeah, and you're, and you're seeing him in the... Saints, Patriots, Bucks, 
they're all going to be pretty competitive games, I think. So um, they're going to use those receivers a lot more than they're going to use Moss or Singletary. Yep. A million all percent right. agree. And then I'd put this one in again because I think you said Dows or someone last week who was in here. He has another bad week. We need to talk about it. Mike Williams. Yeah, this was the matchup he should he should have exploited. Minnesota dinged up secondary. Um, Harrison Smith still on COVID IR this week. I mean, there was supposedly nobody out there that should stop Mike Williams. And instead, he gives you 5.3 points on a 95% snap share, four receptions, six targets, 33 yards. I mean, what happened to the guy that was giving you 18 to 20 plus points consistently for the first five weeks of the season? Uh, I'm, I'm almost at a loss here. I don't know what's changed in the Charger offense other than teams wised up to it and are now game planning this because Keenan Allen has had a better second, well, let's call it second half of the first half of the season than Mike Williams had. So they've kind of, they've kind of flip-flopped. But right now, I, it's, it's hard to cut them. I'll probably hold them. I think I'm, maybe I'm not I'm sure Mike. it gets much yeah. better. They have Pittsburgh, Denver. Yeah. Cincinnati's easy. Giants should be easy. Kansas City will be high scoring. He'll be used. But even the next two games, it's going to be tough. If you're in a spot where you need to trade him, um, trade him for something because you're going to be able to. But I wouldn't drop him in a hold fold. Uh, I would hold him. I may not play him the next two weeks, but he will show up at some point. I mean, and, and like you mentioned for the matchups, though, like if your playoff push is Cincy, the Giants, and then in playoffs, you're talking about Casey Houston. Like, yeah, okay. those are great. I'm very happy with that. But if he goes out the next two weeks with Pittsburgh and Denver and gives you zero zero or you know under five points, how does he even make your lineup? It's tough. It's tough. It's a very That's very a, gotta, balanced gotta get game ballsy. Kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Um, I I I'm a hold. Um, I mean, this is why we have benches in fantasy. Just because a guy sucks, I'm gonna be like, all right, problem. You just toss me in bench. I mean, if we're gonna hold Sutton, I think we're gonna we should hold. Mikey as well. Yeah. I think Mikey, yeah. I we're, we're totally the best friends. He <laughs> did drop right. a touchdown pass last week. Um, so of course, you know, you you give him that touchdown catch he dropped. That's a way better, but it, it was a draw pass in the end zone. Like he yeah. should have had that's concerning. Oh, the optics what's, of eleven point three versus five point three years. But then what's Herbert gonna do the next drive or the next game? If he right. drops the pass, he's gonna give it to Keenan Allen, he's gonna give it to Jared Cook or Parman or someone else, but um, yeah, Keenan Allen, who has one of the highest catch rates in the yeah. league year over year, he's he's definitely a hold. Just the first five weeks, if if, if if he does half of what he did going forward, he's a strong one receiver too. Yeah, just so weird. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know what's changed. It's not like the Chargers' offense is different, but yeah, I mean, we've seen Herbert to not look great some weeks. Um, yeah. he's definitely having a little sophomore slump. Yeah, he's just Maybe much less consistent than know. he was. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's not like it's Josh Palmer is taking a huge step up. Like, it's, right. not, it's not anyone else taking his targets away. Maybe it's yeah. the tight end. I mean, they're using a lot of tight ends this season. I'll have to go check the all 22. We'll get it, we'll get it figured out. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what else we got here? Ooh, I, threw my, nice. I threw my boy in there. <laughs> Dalton Schultz. 
yeah, I think that he is is trending into that streamable matchup dependent tight end uh, position versus the former tight end lock that he was for a few weeks there. And I know Michael Gallup came back and I don't really think it was like his impact on the offense. I think I kind of think it was just CD lamb absolutely dominating. And then they were up huge, but Mm -hmm. if you're going to say, okay, I'm playing tight ends based on matchup and I'm going to stream them against Atlanta. I probably would have played him anyways. I could have said, okay, that's the matchup I want. I'll go grab him off the waiver. He'll be my streaming option this week. Tap for this one. Yep. Yeah. He plays KC next week, though. Maybe I won't fold him. Give him one more week. Yeah, I mean, I, like you said, I'm, he's a I'm not he's a streamable him. guy. I'm not folding him. Even the game that he had two points three weeks ago, he had seven targets. You know, there's just cer- certain things at certain tight ends uh, you, you got to hang on to. And, and volume, yeah. you don't get rid of a volume tight end. Yeah, and I to mean, be fair, in Atlanta, Foyasade Aluyakon was probably lined up on him. So he's a, a free guy. Definitely know who that is. <laughs> the wicked fast linebacker. <laughs> um, I mean, we're watching this game here, and Tyler Higby has a touchdown. Probably Ooh. starting Dalton Schultz over him. Like, like I'm saying, like you're starting those guys each week, anyways, because you know what they could give you. Yeah. Um. So if you're gonna drop them, who are you picking up? Yeah. Probably no one as safe. Like I could see Dan Arnold or. Tyre Conklin because they've been a consistent, you know, seven point game week, but Schultz can put up that 20 point game. Yep. hundred percent. Um, sure. I'll hold the boy for a sec. Uh, Mike Davis. Oh, that's a brutal one. It, it cuts, I'm cuts a fold deep. for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fold. I, I want to fold, fold him for a while, but with, if you've held them through this to the, to this point, now you have, um, Corlin, I mean, Cordero Patterson, rather, going down. But he's got New England. Like, you oh, saw good. What, yeah. You get Mike Davis and Cordero Patterson's hurt. Well, in a short some, week. some chump will be able to accept a trade for him. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah. That's, that's true. Well, my thing is, like, if they're playing the Pats, you don't know if it's going to be Gallman or Davis with, you know, the, the, the majority of the work. Yep. You might want to sit Davis to see how it plays out. Okay. It does good. What if Patterson's back that next week? So you held yeah. for a week more and you, you didn't even play him anyways. Nope. Yeah. He can, I think so he's, he's only, that's... he's only a hold. If you're going to play him in your lineup, if not cut him. Yeah. If, if you're risking, but, what, I'm what, not risking it. I'm done. Craig said, go to the Patterson owner and say, Hey, Patterson's yeah. out for one or two weeks. If he's out for longer, here's a handcuff. Yeah. Dude, this guy's nasty. You need him. Cause the guy that's a Patterson, a Patterson owner picked him up in week one after. Yeah, like we didn't do that. The, the person, no. that, the, the person that picked up Patterson, may not actually. They lucked out, but they may not know what they're doing. Yeah, it's it, it's George Canella. Like, <laughs> like those are the people that are picking him up. Um. So yeah, that's a very good point. Right, that's our um, that's our hold and fold them. You get right into buy low, sell high. Uh, Craig, you want to do yours first? Yours are blank. Yeah, mine are blank. Um, just because I'm at this point in the season where I can't really do buy low, sell high. I just, I just don't think I can justify something so. I don't know. So kind of like it's you kind of have to get lucky um, from what you've already seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but players that I'm buying um, looks like you know Antonio Gibson might be someone that I might go after right now. He might be getting healthy soon. He's had a very tough 
uh, go of it. And, you know, just as of last week, I don't know, maybe you can consider it by low because he was, you know, doing, you know, bad, but, you know, he got 24 attempts. Um, that's a good sign on his, on his shin. He got the two touchdowns. Um, so it's not, you know, too by low, but there might be a guy that's like, I'm going to sell it. I need to get rid of it. Um, and, you know, Antonio Gibson is someone that everyone had in the top 10 in the beginning part of their, their year. So obviously, you know, he, he should be what's considered a really good running back going forward. His schedule is interesting. Um, but yeah, Carolina next know. week isn't, I'm scared of Carolina. I fear them. I, yeah, I, I do fear, fear them, but it's, it's almost as if the, the, the shin he's getting over it. So, yeah. you know, Seattle, Vegas, Dallas, not, not too scared of those, those teams. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I think he's a solid one. Um, and I, I, I agree with what you're saying too, about how this point in the season, it's tough to find these buy low guys. Cause we really doing is trying to buy guys. Even if they're not necessarily low, just that you think are going to pop the rest of the season, I guess, or have a, have a, a high ceiling versus what their perceived floor might be. And that's why I have Rashad Bateman. He scored 11 points this week. So he's not necessarily like a buy low. I think it might be his highest output of the season, but I think with where he's going the rest of the year, he still counts as a buy low. And I was doing the waiver article and he's 50% owned. I was like, if 50% of people don't even have this guy on a roster, then the perception of him must be that he's not a stud. When I think personally that he is a stud, I think that you can get him for lower value this week than you will any other week the rest of the season. And if he's trending upwards, I want to catch him at the lowest part of that upwards trend as I can. So Rashad Bateman, I would move for, man, any number of people. I mean, if I could flip Kendrick Bourne for Rashad Bateman, I would in, a, in an instant. He's popped this week. You could even be a sell-high candidate for a lot of people. Um, I mean, a, a lot of different trades I would make for Rashad Bateman at this point. Mike Davis. <laughs> Hopefully uh, the... Parison owns Bateman. Just right. do that swap. Oh, yeah, nice and easy. Uh, be nice. Um, yeah, I mean, I, this by low so high section, we might want to change up next week because I do agree. It's kind of at this point in the season, it, it's kind of like a get lucky. Well, it's just it's just tough to justify buying someone low and selling someone right. high when someone's doing well. You want to keep it at this point with the trade block and the way that mm-hmm. everything's going, and then you know, why would I want to get someone on my team that's been struggling right now? You know, unless you're the top tier team. Yeah. Yeah. You you really got to start being smart. Yeah. My, um, I guess my buy low is Amari Cooper and it's mainly just because last two weeks, 4.7 points, seven points, um, in a game where the offense were four or three, 43 points. Again, they're up by a lot. So maybe they didn't have to use them, but, Cooper owner could be, you know, annoyed. He has a couple of games over um, under eight points. I think one, two, three, four, five games this season under eight points. A couple of big games, but a couple of bad games. So maybe the Cooper owner is just sick and tired of it the last two weeks. If you can go to him, get him. Um, I think it's going to be more consistent with Dak. You know, still, I mean, he's back, but, you know, let's get the offense, you know, rolling again let's get a nice pace for the playoffs 
Um, I don't know. I think, think he's a strong wide receiver two going forward. You still might have those bad weeks, but if you can get Cooper on the cheap, I would. We have a fake field goal right now. They did not get it. <laughs> I'm behind. High risk, <laughs> high reward. <laughs> um, where are we going to the sell high now? Um, again, yes. same same thing that I'm talking about, but you know what I'm selling right now is I'm selling all those players that have just gotten healthy that are, or I should air quotes healthy, Saquon Barkley, CEH. Um, I, I don't, I like them. I, I know they're good players. I'm not discounting the fact that I've seen good things from them in the past, but there are teams that are going to be like, oh, Saquon's now available and he's healthy and I'm going to give something for it. Well, guess what? The guy's still coming off of an injury. It's not like he can't get injured again now that he's not injured now. <laughs> you know, so I'm just getting rid of something that I can sell with name value. You know, CMC, another one that, you know, did just get hurt. Um, and I'm, and I'm going to get a healthy player that's going to get me points right now that I don't have to worry about their injury history. Yeah, I think that's always a smart plan to... Cat, I mean, same way I sold CMC last week. It's like the guy's not consistently healthy. Saquon, same exact conversation. So I think that's a great strategy. Um, I'm taking a guy that just had a monster week that I don't think has another one this season. Um, Ramondre Stevenson's my sell high. And it's not because I don't love the guy. I think he's awesome. I think he's a great talent. I just think Damian Harris is coming back and it's still his backfield. He's done nothing to lose it. Now I think Ramondre has an increased role for sure. And he's probably a flex play for the foreseeable future because if it's Damian Harris and Ramondre, that's a much better backfield for new England than Damian Harris and Brandon Bolden. So Ramondre still has a role and you think you can sell him pretty high based on that role. You don't have to sell him off just this one monster week. However, 20 rushes for hundred yards and two touchdowns, both on the goal line where Damian Harris has not struggled, but hasn't been a dominant force. You can plug Ramondre in as the goal line back. There's your selling point right there. Man, this guy just punched through two walls of defenders multiple times. Boom. Sell him for a wide receiver, too. Be all over that. I, I would say there's a possibility that he starts again this week, though, because it is a Thursday night game. And the, that's true. The, oh, it is, it is a short week. But if that's the value you also have to give up, I'm, I'm happy come, with that. Exactly. So that's to add to the point is Stevenson might start again and yep. you take that risk or, or you, you, you sell it as he's starting again. Harris hasn't practiced. Yeah. Um, but you know, Harris will be back in another week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and as fantasy owners, like I think half of my job as a fantasy manager is risk mitigation. Like right. reminder, Stevenson, maybe the starter, maybe not. Who really knows? I'll sell him high. I'll sell him now. And then I don't have to deal with it. I'll take the guy that I know is going to play easier right all right uh, let's continue with the the patriots um <laughs> so high as hunter henry this one's tough i mean i hope i'm wrong about this he's tied in um four in the season in ppr tied in three in, in standard that's insane yeah i can't believe he was that high i mean it does help a two t- two touchdown game last week uh seven touchdowns in the last like seven weeks. So did you get his catch to touchdown rate? Oh, it's no. What as, what as you, he... as you talk, I did it last week. It was 30%. And now yep. with the two touchdowns on two catches, it definitely goes up. So you, oh, while you talk, to... let me find it. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
I mean, we saw Bourne have a big, big day too. Um, Johnny Smith was out. Whenever Johnny was out, Hunter Henry takes over a lot of the goal line stuff too. I just don't see him finishing top five for my dynasty team. That'd be awesome. Um, I just, I just don't see it, especially the Patriots. You know, want to win. I think they want to win with the run game. I think they want to win. They want to get Jacoby some more targets too. Henry just can't get a touchdown each week. It's just not going to happen. And watch him, you know, break a record. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's. Still looks like it's Hunter Henry's red zone. I mean, in New England, John Smith was out this week too, so there there is that. But yeah, and even when Johnny plays, it's 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 Henry, it's Henry. Henry's. But this week too, like there's packages for Johnny in the red zone. Yeah, those were now put into to Henry. So I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's tricky to to predict where touchdowns go. I mean, one of the most fluky things that we talk about all the time yeah i but, mean i love watching it i do yeah. but I, I i like you you said south country born again he's not he's gonna give you 25 points he's gonna give you two like just it's an aguilar will go off one week it's just that offense is it's, it's great for the pass but it's it's annoying for fantasy craig did you find it no you already said that. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, so I found was... what his seasons was. I think I was doing the last five weeks prior. Uh, so his okay. season, it's 23% of his catches is a touchdown, which is still pretty freaking it's... high. That's like yeah. what Will Fuller yeah. was a couple of years ago. Yeah, one in um, <laughs> But the last five weeks, it gets funnier because that is five over 11. <laughs> it's... Yeah. 45%. That is insane. It's decent. It's, it's, it's okay. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> what are you going to do? It's, it's, it's Tanyan-esque. <laughs> yeah, that is so stupid. Uh, uh, I, I don't know who's Tom's bylaw was. I assume it's Mike Williams. But... <laughs> yeah, I mean, most likely. Yeah. He's buying Mike yeah, Williams low. He's selling Mike Williams high. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, stop playing with my emotions. Um, I, I have literally the same wide receivers here, what I would talk about. I think so, we can so, all just go around and talk about yep, the same so three. Before you got on here, I'm like, Daz, I'm just kind of going off of yours, just got guys that should be doing good, but for some reason are doing nothing. And, I mean, we can start with Tyler Lockett. I, think I, I don't get it. Russell Wilson's back. He can play awesome with Geno Smith last week. Yeah, you put up 140. 140 with Geno. DK Metcalf, too, left the game at one point because he was thrown out. Did you see, well, before we get too deep, did you see DK try to sneak back in the game? (laughs) No, I didn't see He did. Yeah, like we're going to miss you. He tried tried to sneak back in the game. The rest like, what are you doing? (laughs) I put on a New Jersey. It's like, dude, we know it's you. Look at your body. (laughs) Yeah, there's not a lot of uh, wide receivers built like you, buddy. (laughs) Seven to five, three. (laughs) Right. But yeah, I mean, like you said, there's these guys. It's it's Tyler Lockett, Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams. Three guys that should be doing well, have shown that they can play well, and for some reason aren't even in the absence of other players on their team, like they're usually the guys that step up for the, for Tyler Lockett's whole career. He's been a guy that would, you know, he'd give you a, a dud week, but then you come back with three 20 point game. Like, right. 
I don't know what's changed. Russell Wilson being out, I was like, okay, that's it. He's back. This is it. I, I know you mentioned it was a snowy game, so there is that. Maybe we'll cut him some slack. But historically, hasn't really mattered. Russell Wilson has always gone out and thrown the ball. He throws a really tight spiral. He's got a strong arm. He plows it through the snow. He gets it to Tyler Lockett, who's open and broken coverage at least once a game. And we haven't seen that this year. So, I don't know. I'm worried. Yeah, I mean, there's that. And you see the three-point games. At the, I don't know if it's a goose or a one um, that he will give you. But that's not what you're looking for out of a guy that you draft that high. You know, right. we're, oh God, we're, no. we're not looking for that. We're if you're going to have a bad game, I want it to be seven points. You know, if you're going to have a great game, you know, obviously, whatever, I'll, I'll take it. But you can't be giving me three point games like Cortland Sutton is the is the one that I would highlight in this scenario is like the guy gets that first catch. And it's just frustrating because, you know, the defenses are trying to stop it and it helps Jerry Judy and it helps their offense run other things. But if the defense knows that there's one dude on that team that they need to stop and they're fine with you doing something else, then as an offensive coordinator, you need to find other ways to get the guy open because the guy is a stud and is not just, he's not bad. He's not, there's there's just nothing on tape that says the guys, these three guys are bad. There's just game plans that they don't, some of the offensive coordinators don't go around. I mean, even even I think the the Seahawks coordinator is um, newer, isn't he? Yeah. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my this head. This is new. First year, yeah. It's his first year. I mean, so, the Denver offensive coordinator is obviously new. The Chargers offensive coordinator is brand new. I mean, th- these things need to get resolved. Yeah, and, Shane Waldron for the Seahawks. So, yeah, it's and, and, and to your and, point, Craig. Like those five or sub sub five point games are what cause you to miss on players, right? Like I had the Tyler Lockett multiple bad games. I sat him in the Geno Smith 140 yard game. So then I miss on that. And now I play him when he comes back with Russell Wilson and I get a dud on that one. Like now I'm just, I'm off balance on players that were supposed to be locks in my lineup. And that's what makes those sub five point games so unacceptable because it's, it really throws off your entire plan as a, as a fantasy manager. Right. It's just it's just so annoying. I mean, <laughs> didn't Tyler Lockett just sign a four-year ex- extension? Yeah, this past year. Yep. Yeah, for like a lot I of mean, money. It, it, and it's kind of the same thing with. I mean, not as as good, but Robbie Anderson. It just sent this guy a week before the season to a four-year deal, and yeah, Lockett sixty-nine, nice point two million over four years. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, I mean, I mean, the whole Mike. Williams saying that they declined um, his option, but he was. I mean, surprised if they tried to go after him again. Oh yeah, but maybe they're like, hey, you know, let's not pass the ball. Let's let's downplay it again. Yeah, you know what happens, and it has to piss you off. Oh yeah, I mean, Sean Payton was like open about it with Mark Ingram way back when. He's like, oh yeah, we're not playing him. Like if he hits a certain snap count in his contract, we owe him like ten million bucks. Yeah, he's not getting that's that. That's always the worst one. It's like, dude, th- that guy definitely deserves it. <laughs> yeah. At a certain point, the Patriots are doing Gronk. Oh, yeah. Because uh, his his contracts were signed where it was like an extra $7 million if you played like 80% of snaps. Mm-hmm. The Colts should be doing it with Carson Wentz, but they refused to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I think yeah, that wraps uh, up I mean, all guys, you know. I mean, it's just bomb. Is there anyone else? 
I'm no, trying to I, think, mean, but... I think. I think. I mean, you can go on and on, on, but I, I think those are the three biggest ones. Most definitely. I mean, I think that'll do it, right? I think we're at halftime of uh, of uh, the Monday Night Football right now. Yes, yes, we are. That Don't have correct. a score check for you because it is on a commercial. I believe it's something uh, in the area of 17. It's 21-7. 21-7. 21-7 with a fake field goal. It's actually kind of interesting that the Rams are being, I don't want to say exposed, but over the last couple of weeks, I mean. Who means some... the Rams? It's the Bucks. Yeah. This the has got to be good for San Fran because San Fran has also had a very bad year. Yeah. Yes. So. I think I'll wrap you know, uh, Top Shelf Fantasy, uh, Top Shelf FNTSY on the Twitters, Facebooks, and Instagrams, and the website topshelffantasy.com. Stay fluid, stay loose. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay able to edit this out yes yeah i'll okay. just uh <laughs> yeah just, just, <laughs> i was just gonna say all right it's yes. recording this is already horrible <laughs> <laughs> is it on okay yeah leave you, a message after the beep <laughs> is it is it in the cloud it's up in the cloud just put it you in never edge. find that let's go at the end of the podcast yeah give something for him to listen to all right so all who right. wants to uh start it you can do it scott you're the best at it oh yeah i've done that in like three years <laughs> All right. Um,